Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. No, your eyes are not deceiving you. Yes, it happened. Sid Vicious was on the Pancakes and Power Slam show talking WWE and WCW in a video interview. Oh my goodness. Let's go. It's going to be a good one tonight, PMP Nation. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, let's go!
Yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. It's that official time. Will we take this worldwide? Let's go. Listen, listen, listen. So now it's time to turn it, it up. up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape. Definitely bringing you the power for the It's a mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in. And recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip, but he really couldn't devour him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change. Lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Turn it up. Episode 416, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. I am Chris Featherstone, here getting live and living color, getting funky like a monkey if you will, baby, yeah. Hey, look, this is going to be a good one tonight. You already know it's going to be a good one. We got some WrestleMania talk going on. That's going to be uh, the 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 crux of uh, the, really the, the heart and soul, the nucleus, if you will, of this discussion for tonight i actually uh <laughs> actually set aside a lot of other headline topics to to discuss wrestlemania about the goings-on and everything that is transpiring but can you believe it ladies and gentlemen for those who follow the pancakes and power sam show every single week <laughs> we've uh last year we had some interesting things going on with my man sid and uh uh, he turned heel on my fans, and uh, you know I'm a forgiving guy, you know. And I'll say, you know what? I, let's 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 make this work, man. Let's make this happen. And today, and today, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. I was on video interview with Sid. We made it happen. Finally, got it locked in, and Sid did it and we had a good time we had a good fun it, it, you, you're going to enjoy it. it it was a really good interview it's about 30 minutes and uh it was a really 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 good time so what you will see what you will experience is uh a great conversation a great conversation it got a little snippy when i asked him a question so that's something to look forward to. Yeah, got a little snippy. Yeah, when I asked him a question. Yeah, I put my journalist lens on the whole the whole interview. Yeah, but you know how I am. You know how I am. I ask the hard questions, and that's what I did. Got a little snippy. 
you'll enjoy that part. It was uh, lots of fun, but overall, man, it was, it was fun. I had a really good time. Uh, he had a good time too. And uh, it was a great conversation. Uh, all right. Uh, I got some questions already on deck. You know how it is for those who are new. Welcome. Uh, welcome Ron to the show, Linda to the show. Those are new names. Sean, um, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Welcome y'all to the show, but you know, the, uh, PNP nation, you know, the regular Shane is starting to become a, uh, supportive of the show. Uh, great. Uh, Elvis, of course, um, Elvis is a PNP regular. Uh, what's up, Ron from Canada. Awesome. Well, so we got some shout outs. Give me real quick. Give me your name and uh, where you are watching the show from. I'll give you a quick shout out before I play the Sid interview. Marissa, she is a PMP regular. Uh, Marissa, go ahead and join that Patreon so you can get your T-shirt, man. So you get T-shirt, Miss Lady, uh, the baby face of PNP uh, with heel Lexi uh let's see what else we got what else we got who are you from where you where you where you representing shout out to pnp nation real quick what's going on kyle uh where you where you hailing from kyle and uh what else you got real quick before we go um what's up christopher Great to have you on the show. What great to, for you to be on the show with us again, having some fun again. Great to have you back. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, what's up, John? Um, we are PG, PG chat, man. So uh, great to have you on, John. Great to have you on the PMP Nation. Good stuff. Welcome, John, to the show. Anthony from England, my man. From England. That is awesome, Anthony. Uh, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a good time. Uh, this is the 416th episode of this show. We are two weeks away from the eighth year anniversary. We have a good time. People who are, are PMP faithfuls, they'll tell you how much of a good time we have every week. Um, yeah, we. I have an interview every week. I have a, uh, a big interview, big name interview every week. And then we talk about uh, latest headlines we review Raw and SmackDown very, very uh, succinctly. <laughs> we don't do uh, we, we we review Raw and SmackDown, but we just have a fun. We just have fun as a PMP family. Uh, and then at the end of the show, every every week we do a uh, segment called the Flavor of the Week. So we do a random wrestling topic every single week. This week we're going to talk about. Um, well, I think last week was it that we talked about was WrestleMania 27 really that bad? WrestleMania 2000 is also a, a pay-per-view that people scoff at a lot. So we're going to talk about that this week, too. Was WrestleMania 2000 really that bad? I have some con contrary thoughts to that. I have some thoughts that uh, would uh, disagree with that. Uh, big shout-out to my hometown. Big prayers to everybody affected by the coronavirus uh and uh for those who don't know for you know for those who are pmp faithful as you know i'm a buckeye for life big ohio state fan as you see right there black o big ohio state fan um what else we got big shout outs before i go kyle's from pennsylvania 
Good stuff. Mike is from St. Louis. Good stuff. Roger, Pennsylvania. Um, uh, real quick, uh, Elvis, I think it's a good call. I don't. Uh, Marcus Mariota is not. You know, he wasn't going to get that starter position. Ryan Tannehill's the guy. He committed as well. And Brady announced that he's not going to be with uh, New England. So that is interesting. Um, What else we got? Joseph, unfortunately. Sorry about that, man. You're from Michigan. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show tonight, though. <laughs> Thank you for being part of the PNP Nation. Uh, no matter what, I'm an Ohio State fan. I am a boohoo anti-Michigan, but uh, Joseph, you're my guy, man. Appreciate you being with us tonight. Uh, welcome, Joseph, to the show. He's new to the PNP family. Brendan is from Illinois. Sean is from Chicago. John is from Flint, Michigan. Once again, I apologize for, <laughs> for that. Uh, <laughs> just filming with you. Uh, Mike, PNP faithful, filming from Harrisonburg, Virginia. Awesome stuff. Go check out his stuff on the Hunt channel, by the way. Big, big, uh, where is Hill Lexi? I don't know where Hill Lexi is. She'll pop up. I'm sure she'll pop up. Um, all right. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So, uh, let's, uh, without further ado, I'm about to play this sit interview. Like I said, it's about 30 minutes. It's a video interview. So it's me, him, video. Good stuff. We had a really, really good time. Really, really good conversation. Sid's a really cool guy, man. Uh, got a little snippy. Yeah. And then I had to go back uh, with him. Uh, it was uh, very interesting. So uh, <laughs> look, look toward, uh, look, look forward to the question I asked about the promos. <laughs> there's your, there's your partial spoiler. So it's going to be, it's a really, really good fun stuff. So it was, it was really cool. So, I am going to go ahead and uh, pull it up here. Uh, enjoy it. I, I know that you will have a really, really good time. And a couple things, actually. Uh, big, 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 big shout out to my man, Greg Gagne, man. I uh, had a really good uh, interview with uh, Greg Gagne tonight as well. Uh, it was hands down one of the best interviews i've ever had in in my in my whole career of pancakes and power slam show without a doubt hands down one of the best interviews i've ever had i've had greg on the show uh well i interviewed him uh tonight just probably about a half hour uh, 45 minutes ago we were on the we were on the yeah we're live pal <laughs> we're live we're live pal um Corey's from Greenville, Illinois. Shout out to uh, Corey from Greenville. Um, Mike's from New St. Louis. Shout out to Mike. Um, but yeah, so uh, big shout out to Greg on you, man. Just uh, just a, a cool dude. Just a super, super cool dude, man. And uh, he, th he threw a couple in there. He, uh, he knows that it's PG. <laughs> what he, he slipped a couple in. He's like, man, I'll try my best. Uh but uh yeah it was it was super duper super fun man uh, so big shout out to greg Gagne. uh the interview was over an hour so and we went through the whole wrestlemania card too um uh so i i think i may actually 
do that in a separate uh, video all by itself with just the Greg Gagne interview because I'm booked uh, until uh, mid May as far as interviews are concerned. So, but I really wanted to, uh, I, I was checking on Greg and he had a couple of back surgeries. Um, and so I was like, man, let's, let's put something together. And we had a fantastic time, man. We had a really, really good time. So we predicted, so we predicted the WrestleMania card, him and I, he, you know, he's a, a legend in the pro wrestling business. He was an agent for the WWE, uh, one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, uh, really helped, um, you know, his, his dad, Vergania, is a WWE Hall of Famer, worked with AWA, WCW, WWE. So he has like some super duper backstage stuff that, uh, you know, he knew from his time and ex- his experience working in the pro wrestling industry. So we had a lot to talk about, man. It literally was over an hour. And we went through the WrestleMania card, did some predictions. He did his stuff. I did my stuff. Uh, so it was great. Big shout out to uh, the PMP Nation. Big shout out to the supporters of the uh, Crave Wrestling Channel. Uh, my Undertaker Raw uh, video that I did last night has—I haven't seen—I haven't seen the update, but it got it, so far since the last time I checked it, which was about a couple of hours ago. It has generated over thirty thousand views. In less than a day, less than 24 hours. So thank you so much for everybody who supported, uh, who support the Crave Wrestling Channel. Turn those views into subs. Go ahead and like, comment, share. PG comments, though. I had to delete some because, you know, I keep it PG. Uh, yes. Uh, yes, Marissa. Thank you. Welcome all new people to the PNP Nation. Absolutely. Jonathan from uh scipio indiana good stuff man absolutely good stuff um but yeah big shout out to the uh to the supporters of the craig wrestling uh uh, channel again turn those views into subs let's get those subs up okay if my video can generate over thirty thousand views look you can agree with me you can disagree with me of course i don't care about that um but I, I, I turn those views into subs. So as of a couple hours ago, and I'll check it when we go to the raw. I'll check it again when we get to the raw and SmackDown segment to see where I was. But less than a less than a, a day, the um, the video that I talked about the Undertaker when the Undertaker came out is and his I don't care gear <laughs> singlet down. I was like, man, I got to make a video about that. So I caught wind. Uh, and it's generated over 30,000 views. So 30,000 views so far. So, uh, what's going on, Al? Um, thanks, Brendan. Appreciate it, man. Brendan is starting to become a PNP faithful. Good stuff. All right, man, let's have some fun. We're going to have some fun tonight. We got a lot to talk about tonight. WrestleMania cancellation, all that stuff. We got some WrestleMania trivia as well that I want to have tonight. Again, PMP, the flavor of the week is going to talk about. We're going to talk about WrestleMania 2000. All right. So, without further ado, let's do this. Sid, bringing him on. Here we go. You're going to enjoy the interview. It's going to be fun. Let's go. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Featherstone, Pancakes and Power Slam Show. Yes, you see him right here. Yes, it is real. Yes, it is true. 
<laughs> after after a few times, he is he. We finally got it together. He is here. Our video, none other than former WWE WCW champion Sid Vicious Psycho Sid. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing really good, man. It's great to have you on the show tonight. Well, it's great to be on the show. Thanks for calling and having me on tonight. Uh, my pleasure, my pleasure, man. So we had a pretty lengthy conversation on the phone a couple weeks ago. You said you were a Duke fan, and that's uh, made and it made my day because I've been a Duke fan since 1990. Um, so with uh, with everything that's going on right now, with them shutting down the tournament and and everything, just. How do you think that that has a, a effect on the on the players as far as just you know the conference tournament shutting down the NCAA tournament shut down and then they were thinking about uh, actually making like uh, fake brackets just to kind of do that and then they shut that down too. What are your thoughts on all this going on? Rob, 
I said, you know, Rob, I don't want to be like an old fogey and sit here and worry about this, you know, and, and, and everybody make fun of you. Mm-hmm. And then that was just three days ago. Yeah. Now yeah. everybody's staying home. Yeah. You know, so just like me, I'm sure like most of the people, like yourself, I couldn't have told you three days ago that it would be this bad. Yep. Yep. You know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh I did see a article that um China, you know, where the where this was discovered. Uh China they quarantined, I mean they they did like a two week shutdown and so they're actually opening back up travel and and, and doing, you know, kind of getting back into normal life again. So uh yeah, that's that's great news. Yeah, that's, that's great news um because China and Italy uh, or the two countries that's you know affected the most by it. So sure. we'll we'll see. I mean, just and you know, you've been in the business for decades, and you know, you've been to WrestleManias, and and just what do you think Vince McMahon's mindset is with you know because he was playing stalemate with with Tampa Bay with the officials, and you know they were talking to the commissioner. I believe his name is Les Miller. Um, he was talking about what Vince doesn't, you know, make the decision. He'll pull the plug. And so we got the uh, announcement yesterday from you got the statement from WWE saying that they're going to change it to the uh, performance center the same day in an empty arena. And just from you working with Vince McMahon for, for a long time, what do you think Vince McMahon's mind is or mindset is with all this crazy going on? I mean, literally you're, you're losing millions of dollars. You're losing so much money and it's just, I mean, just you're losing so much money with just merch from weekend events, you know, just like the, you know, like the, the access events and things like that. You're just losing so much money and uh, tickets for hall of fame and, and, you know, NXT and all that stuff. And so, what do you think Vince McMahon's mindset is in all this right now? Well, first of all, um, this is the first time, probably the only time that WrestleMania will ever be uh, interrupted. It's going to go on, but it won't be like it was. Yeah. I've only been on one show in my whole career where um, they they didn't do the show, and uh, it was because of the snow and the rain did not get there. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And one show, and that was the only show in my whole memory of being in the business that wrestling didn't go on mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, so that that stays out on what year was that got it um thank you thank you thank you um um i'll have to think about this okay this is, i think when it was though this is when uh red diesel had their feud going mm, that was uh oof. Ninety-five or six? I'd say close in between ninety-five and ninety-seven. Okay, gotcha. Like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was around that era right there. And um, again, this is something too, Chris. We got to think of everything he's going through too. Uh, I'm guessing that that uh, XFL is folded. Hmm. Well, they yeah they suspended the games for the rest of the year because of it. Well, he also I saw this on the ticker of ESPN where he said if the, if the guys want to pick up other jobs, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, not that it, I mean it was already looking pretty bleak to start with. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's just there's a big trickle down that'll come from this. It'll be tough 
And then, you know, too, uh, I guess that other company, AEW, they have to shut down, too. Um, fortunately for the WWE, their crowds were so far down, they're probably not too far fetched that they can do a show. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> don't. <laughs> Yeah, it's well at this point. What it's uh, I've been following the press conference. I wrote politics uh, really heavy for about a year and a half, and uh, I've gotten out of it too much because there's just so much going on. But uh, but well, I, I do follow. I have picked back up and followed like the press conferences through this stuff. So I watched the pre- press conference on uh, Sunday. While I was working my dissertation, and Monday I was reading about it about the other one, and so I remember fifty was the number, you know, on Sunday, and I think, and then and then it dropped all the way down to ten, and now and now I'm hearing some some stuff about five, you know, and so I'm like, ooh, man, it's just it, it makes it really really tough, and uh, to to even because I was even I was thinking about this, I was like, you know what, there's probably what 40 to what uh, probably as far as wrestlers in concern and then uh personnel um but you know i think you can fill up 200 people easily you know in that performance center with just the wrestlers and the personnel why don't you just have the wrestlers and the personnel be the fans instead of empty arena but then i was thinking like that would be cool but at the same time you're not allowed to do that so i'm just no, you're good. Saturday night, I came in from somewhere. We, like everybody in America, up in Sam's or Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Get toilet paper. Uh, but when I came in, I, I, I picked up uh, the middle, second half of the UFC fight. Mm-hmm. And this is no kidding. This is up Nashville. Not until the next morning did I know that there were any fans in the crowd. Yeah, empty arena. I yep. Yeah, so exactly. I never knew that they weren't there until the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, if, um, you know, wrestling did that, they could probably figure a way to keep on with the live show. Mm-hmm. Think about this, Chris. Are you familiar with um, when, when someone says the old Memphis Saturday morning show was just about five, you know, 15 people? Oh, yeah. Live, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you can't do that without the people. Yeah. Um, That's when you were a Lord Humongous, right? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. so too well one one of the things that uh will not be happening according to uh the latest uh information is uh they will not have a uh a legit you know hall of fame you know they had hall of fame inductees but they're not gonna have a hall of fame ceremony because you can't you know they're not a lot people aren't allowed to to go and so one of the things that uh, a lot of people have talked about i know in my personal circles why isn't Psycho Sid in the Hall of Fame with the resume that you've built, former WWE champion? I don't understand, and and for the life of me, and I've got some friends who uh, adamantly feel the same way. Why isn't Sid in the Hall of Fame? 
really don't know the answer to that. Mm -hmm. um, I do know just in the last couple of weeks there was a we were uh, some guy named Justin does some type of shows with the WWE. They wanted to come here to my house and do a show. Mm -hmm. And um, but the thing was, I was booked on the twenty second of that uh, this past month, uh, and I couldn't do it. And that's the day they wanted to come here, so we were going to plan to do it another day. Mm -hmm. um, they were going to call me after the twenty second. Then um, the guy who was who was writing my book, um, the guy in the middle of it, told them to come anyway, booked the flight to come with them and be here. Oh. I had to stop that. Unfortunately, uh, I had to also uh, let uh, that writer go. Um, wow. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, it just, uh, it's just the thing is, WWE, he's this guy they took advantage of. He's very normal. He's just, he's not a strong mind. He's a you know, decent writer, but he doesn't have a handle with these guys. I had already told those guys I couldn't do anything for the 20 seconds. They got touch with him and sort of put the pressure on him. Mm -hmm. I believe this. I don't know for sure. Mm -hmm. I actually called the guy Justin Jackson. Justin, didn't you understand when I said the 22nd, that's when I could talk to you about it? And, you know, of course, he had asked the same thing. I think they were, this whole show was going to be about something to promote WrestleMania. Yeah. You know? So, um, but this would happen, Chris. On this deal here, this guy doesn't know wrestling, but yeah, the writer, very woman. Mm -hmm. Um, he, was, he owned a small theater too, but just, he just sold it just recently. Um, so when they took advantage of it because him not really being savvy or be able to say, "Hey, see it he said no, mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. So, so that's I know that was, that would have brought up the interest in the conversation because it, that's where I think this thing was trying to target was you know something like maybe going to the Hall of Fame or talking about the Hall of Fame. Uh -huh. Got it. That's what happens sometimes. It gets that close to something just a freak accident mm. sets it back. Mm. Wow. Well, uh, hopefully, you know, you can get in there soon because, uh, you know, you definitely deserve, uh, you know, in my opinion, you know, you, I, I would imagine a lot of other people's too. People are just like one of those people, you know, it's like Sid, isn't Sid in the Hall of Fame? You know, it's kind of like those conversations. Isn't Sid in the Hall of Fame? No, he's not in the Hall of Fame, and then you know people are saying why. So, in your opinion, why do you think why do you think you're not in yet? Man, I'll be honest, I really don't know. Other than this, Chris, is that um, I wasn't ever a yes guy because mm -hmm. you know, I did my job and tried not to be um, be a clog in the wheel. But maybe um, I'm one of those people who've always. Uh, Got it. And that, that's probably the truth, Chris. Mm, okay. 
Okay. Well, I appreciate you sharing that because I can, I can see that. I can see just some personal type of reluctance, you know, from the company of saying, well, he deserves it, but because it's all, you know, it's a political call regardless, you know what I mean? Because there was. Mm. Okay, I came back and became champ, and I started selling out again. That's the first that I I picked that company up, literally put it on my shoulder. People started getting paid again. Mm. So, uh, just that fact alone, I should be accepted into the Hall of Fame. Mm. Just what I actually did for the business financially, and how you're able to draw, uh, draw money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because your character was so huge, you know, it's it, it was is. I remember, you know, I was in high school when you were real big in in uh, WWE uh, in the mid nineties, around ninety seven or so, and um, you know, I, I remember the the kind of pat on the chest with your with your fist, and then do the quick uh, fist bump with the crowd, and you know, the 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 psycho Sid and and all that, and uh, I remember the. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've been watching wrestling since the mid '80s, but uh, I, I remember that. I remember Cycle said. I remember the, you know, as a as a kid, as a teenager, you know, you're feuding with Sting and things like that, and the Masters of the Power Bomb with Vader, and I, I remember all of that big, huge, you know, resume full of full of stuff, and it just seems like to me. As a journal, you know, I'm on the other side, and I'm, I went from a fan to a journalist now over the past uh, eight, ten years or so, and I know a lot of the inside stuff, and it just definitely seemed like it's one of those political moves as far as like you know, there's some animosity because a lot of it was like that with Warrior, it was like that with Savage, you know, just as far as just personal type of things that kind of took them, you know, waited for so long before they before they went in, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, at the end of the day, you know, I, I definitely think it, it'll it happen sooner than later, in, in my opinion. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Matches I thought that were really, really great 
weren't that good. The ones that I, I thought that were really bad, they were pretty good. So I just stopped that because it was driving me crazy. Yeah. So I never picked up a poker sheet. I never cared about who I was working with, Chris. I had to let that other person worry about that. I, mm-hmm. You saw what the road did for people like I see you guys, friends of mine, all of them hooked the poker sheet. They go, I'm working with this guy tonight. What does this mean for me? And will I go over? Will they go over? What would happen? Wow. I don't do that. I get there. I can walk in the dressing room, Chris, and go, that dude's working with me tonight. Mm-hmm. He knows I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, not that that means anything, but I just, I wasn't going to let that bother me. I wasn't going to let the, yeah. I got, you know, I got some really good advice, and I really took it. Too many Jim said, when I met him, as I, they were talking to him to get into wrestling at the, at the gym in Memphis one time, he said, Sid, he goes, this business is safe. Is when they ask me to lose, I say, What do you want me to do? Do you want me to trip as I walk into the ring? And he says, If you do that, Sid, two things might happen. You might keep your job and you might make some money. Mm-hmm. So, that right there, and this is true, Chris, in the wrestling business, in the business, I used to get fired for putting people over. Uh, I remember um, working with Sting and Luger, you know, where I was getting Frederick to work for the belt That's right. That's right. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I got uh, some, uh, I was, uh, I, I put some tweets out and I uh, got a few questions to ask you uh, from the fans and uh, uh, we will um, close. I, I got a couple of things that uh, I, I'm wondering. One, um, the, let's talk about one of the uh, most hilarious moments and I, I would imagine that you're that you've taken it in jest at this point uh you know that the 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 promo that you did in wcw uh well you had two promos you had one with jim ross uh when you were uh well you thought it was live you know you thought it was taped and, and jim ross said we're live pal and then the one with uh i'm half the man 
you have to mind I am and you have half the brain that I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, uh, get to kind of take me back to where your mind your your mind was in both of those situations. Let's start with the Jim Ross promo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. We could do a 2,000 promos and, you know, we get which one's live or not. That, that could have been a pre-tape, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Shows for later on, you just don't know. And so I did that. And, of course, it's not a great shoot, but that would happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. On the other one, it was simple. Uh, Vince Russo and Ed Barraro, you know, were writing all this at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Bush, who had taken over Eric Bischoff's place, came over to me month or so before this had actually happened and said, hey, Sid, listen, um, you know, these guys are going to ask different things that, you know, that you guys are used to. And if, if you go along with them, uh, and, and even the head brass, because I was always with the guys that you could trust to go along with stuff, you know, they said, if you'll go along with it, that everyone else will sort of go along with it as well. Mm-hmm. So, and I said, no, what the heck? Now, when I was given that that, that night, that was my home state, first time there was a chance of Suey Pig calling and everything. And I asked them, man, even in the back, I said, are you guys serious? And they, they said, yeah. And um, now they knew it. I already, already told Bill Bush that I would, you know, try to do what I could do. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's how that happened. Um, mm-hmm. Chris was just, again, it was uh, Scott Hall and um, Razor Ramon in the ring, I think, dressed as Vince and Pat Patterson, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was some it was something like I think they were, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it was, it was something like that. I think they were in regular. I don't remember what it was, but I remember you came out I, I, on the rep. Yeah. I'll look it up. I think you were by yourself. Uh, he might have came out. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to look it up now. But the main thing is this, is that that's how that was laid out to me. Um, now, of course, you know, Chris. Uh, yeah, November 15th, 1999. Yep. Yep. That, yeah, it was, uh, they were they were dressed up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know a lot. Uh, that, that's just one that may slip through the cracks. So, uh, yeah. Say that again. 
should have known. I mean, we all know that we're sort of doing what we're asked to do. And then this one. Well, I didn't know. I've never talked to you about that, so I've never. Well, this, yeah. this been out there, though. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of your interviews, but yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't see that one. So. Mm-hmm. Or not just me, everyone, you know. Um, you just go, wow. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's a part of the business and uh, it, it happens, you know. Uh, so, you know, but again, it gets back to the point of, uh, you know, I think although that the, the promos have been talked about from me and from a lot of other people, it goes back to why isn't sitting in the Hall of Fame, which, uh, which, I, which I definitely am. am most I would say most of all, all wrestlers believe you know believe that adamantly. So, uh, well, thing, you know, as far as let's do this on a good note tonight. As far as interviews, Chris, no one did much better interviews than I did. You know, so um, that was a downer moment for me. Even though it was I had to do what I was asked to do, mm-hmm. um, but again, people ask me that question because they know is that. I mean, I've had to do one of the not worst interview I ever did. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I remember, for you know, I remember that you were the master and the ruler of the world. That's what I remember from from Sid. So, uh, right. yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's what it's all about, man. All right, some quick lightning round questions, man. Before we uh, before we uh, take off, I appreciate you coming on the show once again, man. Sure. Yeah. All right. So uh, let me uh, ask a couple of these questions here. Um, it's from Maceo. Can you, uh, uh, so wondering about your, your leg and how did the recovery go when you, uh, when you got injured that night against Scott Steiner? Um, something like that, Chris, you never get over that. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's but I, I've done really well, uh, with this and whenever I ever felt bad or down or why me type of deal, I looked at someone that didn't have a leg and I, yeah, yeah. Brian's asking, uh, the best advice that you've ever given and how has uh, you used it? How have you used it? How best advice I've, I've been given? Mm-hmm. Well, um, in the wrestling business, it was, you know, of course, best advice for me, I tell everybody, is just work hard. Yeah. Um, you know, be honest with people, and that'll go a long way. Uh, best wrestling advice would have been, Somebody I got from Eddie uh, Gilbert over the years. Eddie uh, was uh, pretty much instrumental, one of the most not one of one of the most, the most instrumental person in my career. And um, I tell you, it, might, it sounds weird to you, but this is what Eddie taught me in the, in the long run. And this was blossomed and turned into many thousands of things. But it really, it taught me how to be comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. And lastly, uh, WrestleMania eight, uh, the DQ finish. What was the uh, what was the details about that? Was it supposed to always be a DQ, or did it change up? No, uh, Chris. I was when I first went there. I was supposed that was supposed to be the first show before I did my first live show. Of course, it didn't work out like that. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to beat Hogan, go right into uh, 
so they made that up, I guess, to you know, I would I wouldn't be privy to what was going on that night. Mm, got it, got so it. I, I, I gave my notice at uh, Survivor Series. Oh, okay, gotcha. And that's probably why Kenny, I mean, uh, Chris, uh, I'm not Hall of Fame, but I quit, told him I was going to quit, and they had to bring me back, and they had to make me their champion because that was that big of a draw. And maybe that's just too hard for Vince McMahon to handle. Mm. Well, well, hopefully he uh, <laughs> he changes his mind quick because he shouldn't be. If that's the case, uh, that was over twenty years ago. So uh, hopefully uh, there's been some uh, mind change at that time to get you in that hall because it's long overdue. So absolutely, man. Let the listeners know. Yeah. segment of, I'm sorry, very all the media outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about the book. We've got a new guy involved named Kenny Casanova who's done a few books. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody wants to get caught up to speed and see what's going on with Sid Vicious. Tune into the Vicious Circle with Sid Vicious and Rod Bellamy. Once again, that is the Vicious Circle uh, podcast with uh, my man here, Sid Vicious, soon to be WWE Hall of Famer. I'm saying it right now, man. It's uh, long overdue. So, uh, where can they find you on social media? Uh, right here, the Vicious Circle. We got a Facebook page on that. Um, I try to do all this because, you know, Chris, I was, um, this is something real quick. I, I protected myself from these kind of outlets where I've never picked up a kayfabe yet. That's right, man. Clock in and clock out and then draw money. That it is. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 I knew that. Yeah, yeah, I so knew that. Good night. <laughs> Bye-bye. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think I knew, I think I know what happened. I, I changed my, thank you for that. Thank you for uh, listening to the Sid interview. I told you it's going to get a little snippy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think I knew what happened. Let me check one other thing. Yeah. I I know what happened. I know exactly what happened, y'all. Uh, <clears throat> so I linked up my, yeah, I had to, I had a meeting today and then I had to change my speaker settings. And it's every week I'm so used to having the same speaker settings. And so, uh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Ganya's interview was really, really, really good, man. Sid interviews was Sid's interview was great too. So big shout out to Sid. But Kanye's interview um, was really good. So I'm so used to having my settings one way and I had to change it earlier. And then I had no idea that it was going to affect the uh, the Skype. Yeah, so both of them are both of them are very very low volume. So, I'm gonna go ahead and post the uh, Ganya interview um, and encourage people <laughs> to put, plug in some earphones or something to listen to it uh, because it was so good, man. It was it was so good. So, um, somehow maybe somehow you know I can I can I can make some uh, volume adjustments or something like that. But PMP Nation, are we good though? You guys can hear me well. I'm sure you can hear me well. Um, so what ended up happening was because the software should have picked up the volume period, but for some reason it didn't pick up the volume, but it picked up the volume from my speaker and not my system and not my software. So it was really, that was, that was, that was so weird. That was just so weird, but everything's back to normal now, as far as the volume or as far as picking up that stuff up, but I had no clue that it was going to do that. But all right, so we got a lot to talk about tonight. We got some a lot of fun. We got some WrestleMania stuff to talk about. That is going to be the biggest uh <laughs> the biggest topic. There's so much to talk about with that with just that alone. So we're going to spend uh, most of our time talking about WrestleMania. So and also taking ask Chris questions, so hashtag ask Chris and we will make that happen. All right. Uh, thanks, thanks, Joseph. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate your your understanding. It's crazy, man. Cause I let me let me count. What's up, Jesus? Um, uh, Marissa, good question. Do I think Vince has all of his superstars and staff tested? I heard they are keeping tabs on Reigns. I heard that too. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that would just jack some stuff up. Like if 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 anybody's tested, that's a part of the card, especially a big part of the card. There's no way that they can have WrestleMania. Um. There's no way. There's no way. Um. What's up, Wolf? 
Uh, good to have you on the show tonight, man. Um, appreciate you joining us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, especially, what's up, Luke? Um, so it's, it's one of those things with if any top star, like they can see, that's the thing. I mean, that's, that's the thing when it comes to top stars versus undercard stars. If someone like, a, uh, you know, someone like a Carl Anderson, big Carl Anderson guy I used to, you know, love them in Japan. Um, but if someone like a Carl Anderson or, or someone even is in a match, um, Someone like uh, you know, Otis and Ziggler is is, uh, is is rumored. Someone like Otis or Ziggler, you know, um, you know, if one of them tested positive, they'll just scrap them off the off the card. But if someone like a Reigns or a Lesnar and Goldberg, you know, Lord forbid, if any of them are tested positive, I mean, they that can change the whole scope of the card. So it's a really interesting thing. It's a really interesting conundrum as far as just where that is. So we'll talk about that in the headlines. Uh, as far as we'll, we'll go further into that, as far as the headlines are concerned regarding WrestleMania. All right. Uh, my Raiders fan now, Elvis is asking. Absolutely not, Elvis. Why in the why now? Why in the world would you think that? I am a Tennessee Titans fan. Why would you think that? I was not a Patriots fan at all. I cannot stand the Patriots. As a matter of fact, uh, the the Patriots is one of my least favorite teams, actually. So. I don't care where Tom Brady goes. I heard he went to the Bucks, but I don't care where he goes because I don't like the Patriots and I can't stand Michigan. So uh, every single year, every single year, the tight uh, the the Patriots lost in some capacity and then win Super Bowl. It was a win win for me because the Patriots is one of my least favorite teams in in the NFL, and I can't stand Michigan. So it all worked for me. Tom Brady is the the, the ultimate heel in my eyes because of those two things. However, it would have been a babyface turn if he would have went over to Tennessee. I would have accepted him with open arms, but he's not. Ryan Tannehill Ryan, Ryan will be the one that will steer the ship, and I'm totally cool with that. So kudos for that. Mariota, I, I, wasn't, I, mean, I wasn't a Titans fan because of Mariota. Uh, you know, we beat up on Oregon in the in the in the playoffs, and I was a Mariota fan because he went from Oregon to Tennessee. Because I'm a Titans fan. Now Tannehill's the guy. He was the guy last year. <laughs> my, my headphones are um, falling off of me and squeaking and all types of stuff right now. I had something in my eye, and we're live, pal, and that's what happens when uh, you have something in your eye and you try to dig it out. You have your headphones drop on you. All right, here we go. Um, let's see. Kyle, I think they should have Truth win a 24-7 title and defend it all at Mania. What do you think? <laughs> I like that. I think he should win the 24-7 championship at WrestleMania, actually. That's his crowning. Uh, that's his crowning moment, I guess you could say. <laughs> crowning moment for R. Truth is winning the twenty four seven championship. Now that is funny. 
Uh, very, very funny, actually. Uh, that would be really cool if he actually won. Uh, the 24-7 championship, and I'll tell this with Evan. I'll tell this to Evan. I said the 24 championship now is like the WWE television championship. Like they've made it the television championship. They don't do the chasing around anymore. You legit have like when Mojo Raleigh won, it seemed like that could have been intentional because when Mojo Raleigh won, he became like, well, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not going to run away from anybody. So he started actually defending it on segments of raw. And it seems like they've kind of, scaled back and even really nixed the idea in a sense uh, for now, at least uh, to, to actually have people chase around the 24 to seven championship. And then when, uh, you know, Riddick uh, Moss won it, he actually defends it every week. I mean, not every week, but he, he defends it on raw. He actually defends the championship in a match on raw. And he's done that multiple times. So it seems like, you know, they're, they're doing like a, a WWE television championship feel to the 24 seven championship now. Uh, so now we have an un unofficial WWE television championship. There you go. What's my take on undertaker versus AJ Styles? The promo from last night. Uh, wasn't a big fan of the promo or the segment. Actually, uh, actually I, uh, well, um, like I said, I wrote a, uh, I, I made a video of it uh, yesterday. Um, I wasn't a big fan of it, honestly. Uh, I, I don't know who came up with that idea. As far as it's like, so, so essentially, what you're doing is saying, okay, let's do it. Let's do, let's pull in the Undertaker being old as a part of the angle, and yes, that'll stick. Let's. Let's take let's take the kayfabe out of the Undertaker, and that will that will work. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it'll work. I don't think that that adds any type of spice or flavor, or it, it doesn't elevate the feud at all. Like Taker's Taker in a match at WrestleMania intrigues me. The fact that he's lost twice has definitely taken a lot of it. It's vacuumed a lot of that uh, steam, uh, but. There's still some type of equity in a Taker WrestleMania match. Uh, if he loses again, I mean, there's, there's, he's done. I mean, there's no way. Almost just about. I would say that all of all of the allure of a Taker match would be gone if he lost at AJ Styles. Um, but I, yeah, I don't think it adds to the feud. Honestly, I, I don't think it adds to the feud at all. So, I'm not really intrigued to hear that so speaking of that uh let's see how many views that my undertaker um video on my crave wrestling page has now i'm gonna check and see right now it has thirty-two thousand two hundred and seventeen views so thank you so much within a day's time thirty-two thousand. 217 views big 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 shout out to the pro wrestling community um you know some a lot of people liked it a lot of people didn't like it so so be it uh I, i'm you know the fact that uh 
I gained about uh, 15 subscribers and it's got 32,217 views as of now. That means a much that means a whole lot to me. So thank you so much for your support. Again, turn those views into subs. So be sure to go ahead and subscribe to the Crave Wrestling Facebook page. Big shout out, y'all. <clears throat> uh yes, Elvis. Uh he, um he drove for 17 hours. Isn't that crazy? Uh Danny, what's up, man? Uh, love the TV title with time limits. Thinking about old Dustin Rose for Sunny Steve Austin matches. That's right, man. Danny's an old school fan like me. Um, interesting, Shane. Your prediction is Becky Lynch will lose to Shayna Baszler because Ronda Rousey would interfere. That would be very interesting. I actually like that angle. I got uh, I got Shayna Baszler winning. Um, but I like that angle though. It makes perfect sense. Uh, it makes perfect sense. And it's a way to protect Becky Lynch, too. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, let's see. Marissa is asking what I think about the Austin segment. I think it was hilarious. Plus, I was waiting for him to stun Becky, but unfortunately, then Yeah, it's funny. I was waiting for him to stun Bucky, too. I think that would have been cool. I, I, I think it should have happened. You know, it's so funny that, you know, it's like uh, one side can stun, but the other side can't, it seemed like, which is weird to me. Um, but I, I would have, I thought it would, would have been really funny if, if, if Austin would have stunned Becky. Uh, the segment, you know, it's just, they did their best. Right, <laughs> they did their best. There's only so much that you could do with just no fans, really. I mean, just there's it just really sucks the life out of wrestling. This Raw and SmackDown really shows how much the fans matter, how much the fans mean at a pro wrestling show. It, it, it it's saying so much. It really is, man. Like you, this this is crazy, man. This is all kinds of crazy. Fans is really the lifeblood of of a pro wrestling show, and and if you have a, a raucous crowd, if you have a crowd that's really, uh, you know, really feeling it, it's got some energy, and just really feeding off the energy. Of the, the the wrestlers are really feeding off the energy of the fans. It really, I mean, it, it, it's so much. It, 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 it just changed the flavor of it, changed the feel of it so much, man. It really shows. Although I am not a fan at all of just, you know, marquee wrestling fans. I'm not a fan of that at all. However, I do think it just, at the end of the day, it does make a big difference. So, my man, Luke. Uh, what do I think if uh, what do I think if WrestleMania is rescheduled to June at Madison Square Garden? Uh, I'm going to talk about it a little bit more in the headlines, but uh, very interesting. We we will be talking about that uh, in just a few minutes. So so hang tight, Luke. Uh, Luke wins uh, the award this week for uh, so so from now on it's called steal the headline. Okay. So the Ask Chris questions, I'll answer them like I do every week. And 
it seems like this happens every week. Lexi usually does it, and Marissa's been doing a good job doing it too. Someone asks a question, and essentially they steal a headline. Usually every week I have about three headlines or so a week, the three of the, the biggest topics of this week when it comes to professional wrestling. Um, this week, just two, we're just going to talk about WrestleMania stuff because that there's so much so much substance in both of them. One of them, one of these, uh, spoiler alert, this is one of them. So, uh, Luke, you win the award uh, f- this week for Steal the Headline. What's uh, up, so Corey? Do I think Monday Night Raw and SmackDown was as boring as you do? They really need fans back. Yeah, it was just, it, it, it was essentially lifeless. I was really trying my best to really stay into it. Edge's promo was fantastic. I loved Edge's promo. This is one thing I noticed differently between SmackDown and Raw. Uh, SmackDown, they still weren't uh, playing to the hard camera. Like I saw Morrison do it a couple times, but they really was still acting as if there were fans there. Like, come on, you don't have to do that. Like when Bailey and Sasha came out, they were still uh, they were still acting like fans were there. They didn't need to do that. Like, play, what you do is you play to the hard camera. Like the fans are in the camera. There are people watching you right now live. Um, uh, watching you right now live. Good question, Corey. I'll, I'll address that in a bit. In a bit. Um, there are people watching you live. Like your fans are in that box, right? The, the camera. So you lick in the box. And you have to pretend that thousands of people, uh, and essentially it is, essentially millions of people are really watching you through that box. So you have to play to the box. Now, it's funny because that's the unwritten rule in wrestling that you don't ever look at the hard camera. Uh, The hard camera is that. That's the hard camera right there. So if I'm looking straight at the hard camera, boom, you don't do that. So you have to look that way, you have to look that way, and you have to play here, you have to play there, but boom, I cannot look in the hard camera. So uh, so that is the rule for when it comes to pro wrestling. I think you should abandon that rule, uh, at least for now, and you have to straight look at the hard camera. You have to say hard camera, the fans are right there, the viewers are right there, I'm looking straight into the hard camera. That's what made Edge's promo on SmackDown feel good. Like, I was into it. I was sucked into Edge's promo on SmackDown uh, on uh, because of that. So he did a really good job playing to the hard camera. Really, really, really good interview. That uh, uh, Really good promo that Edge did. He drove 17 hours. That promo was worth it <laughs> because it was, it was really good. Already a good story, and that and that promo, uh, it, it uh, drew me in even, even more. So, uh, big kudos to Edge for that promo there. But like Miz and Morrison, Miz was playing like Miz was paying off to the hard camera, right? So he was like uh, pretending that fans were there, and then Morrison will look at the hard camera a couple of times and play to it, and Miz will look off. And I'm like, no, th- th- that rule shouldn't apply. You know, when there's literally nobody in the in this in the audience, there's nobody in the audience. So, you know, it, it, it's a weird deal. I think as soon as uh, as soon as you have fans there, 
the fans should be in the box. You really should play it to that hard camera each and every time. Uh, reaction to the bullet. Um, British Bulldog been hall. Dynamite Kid is not. Um, I love it. I, I, British Bulldogs is one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite tag teams of all time. Uh, hands down. British Bulldog, um, he should be in the Hall of Fame. He had a decent uh, career singles. Um, you know, of course, Wembley Stadium 1992 was his crowning moment. It's his biggest moment. Uh, I would say, I would say, I would argue that's that's his biggest moment ever. Um, beating Brett for the Intercontinental Championship. Intercontinental Championship main eventing at SummerSlam, and the SummerSlam was in the UK. Like that was just a that was that was just a really really big moment for for Bulldog. I still think he's an uncrowned champion. I think it, it to me it just. It's so weird to me that he never won the WCW or the WWE Championship. I think he should have won both. Um, but uh, as far as Dynamite Kid, uh, politics, to be honest with you, uh, politics, uh, Dynamite Kid uh, really had a rough uh, latter stages of his life. Uh, and and just not even latter stages, but uh, Dynamite Kid was known to be a very... Uh, rough around the edges type of person. Um, and uh, so I, I would imagine that his politics, if, if it was up to me, it would be the British Bulldogs in the Hall of Fame because, you know, British Bulldog became, uh, um, he became a star uh, because of his British Bulldogs tag team. So honestly, I think the British Bulldogs should have went in as a team. You do snuff, uh, Dynamite Kid and all that he's done uh, because of that, but I get it. But I, I, I would have done it as a team. But I, I'm happy that the Bulldog is in there. Uh, Danny, what would I think about showing Attitude Era episodes of Raw and SmackDown Post Mania? Maybe a commentary from current stars. So that would be dope. But at the same time. The WWE would ping me for uh, that, so I, I can't get pinged for that. WWE would ping me if I do that. So they pinged me for paying, playing a uh, uh, a, sl- uh, a short clip of CM Punk coming back to WWE backstage. I got an alert for that. So they are strict. Uh, what I do free WWE? Uh, what I do WWE free giveaways? Good, uh, good question, Corey. Um, I've considered, I've considered, um, I've considered, I've considered doing that for Patreon, um, people who are on Patreon, uh, because, you know, it's, I'm very thankful and grateful for people who spend, you know, who actually put their money where their mouth is and, and actually support the show financially. Uh, as my dude Cole says, uh, cheaper than a cheeseburger. Uh, it's like six bucks a month. Y'all just, I mean, I, I literally bring you, interviews every single week <laughs> like literally every single week like i i i presented to you sid you know a legend in the business today um so i mean i do this every week for y'all i do it for you uh i spend two hours of my life late at night um uh hanging out with y'all 
I, uh, you know, I really bust my butt uh, to to make sure that I have interviews on this show every single week for y'all. So six bucks a month to support the show. And then after three months, you get one T-shirt. And after six months, you get two T-shirts. So I think it's fair. <laughs> I think it's a very fair trade um, that I really, I mean, I literally I bust my butt every week to make sure that I have an interview. And a lot of times I'm stressing out and try to get an interview for y'all and uh, make it happen. You know, I, I'll never forget this, man. I, I, you know, Shane Helms, uh, I'll never forget this. He gave me major kudos. Um, uh, I talked to him on the phone every now, you know, like some, sometimes I, when I talk to people, I have just short conversations. I always tell them it's a PG show, you know, uh, refrain from profanity and stuff like that in their interviews. And so, uh, but you know, there's there's certain people who you actually enjoy chatting with. Like you actually have a good chat before you go uh, live on interviews. Those are the interviews that I absolutely love. I absolutely love people who I I can literally just talk on the phone with because I I love my journalistic style. Um, you know, it's funny because as a journalist, I've I've picked it. I've picked pieces from from people. Here, or there, and I and I and I, I definitely believe I've confidently created my own type of brand of journalism. And when it comes to interviews, I love doing interviews. I, I you know, I, I have a craft at that. I think it's just an organic feel. It's a natural feel. Uh, what is funny because one of my favorite, uh, my all-time favorite, um, uh, my all-time favorite actor is Chris Farley. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in the day, I watched the Chris Farley show, and he would have his index cards, and he'll be he'll be uh, interviewing someone like Paul McCartney. And like you, 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 you remember when <laughs> he'll ask him a question, and Paul McCartney would just it was just like a close in the question, and uh, Paul McCartney would be like, "Yeah," or, or answer briefly to like, "Yeah," it's like that was awesome, and then he'll. And then he'll hit his head like you idiot, you know. And all the guests would just kind of console him because he was like super hard on himself. And, and it's funny because I look at stuff like that. I look at the Chris Farley podcast or the Chris Farley podcast. Now Chris Farley's show back in SNL. I was a huge SNL buff back in the day, huge. From like 1989 to like 1999, I probably watched every single SNL episode. Uh, in that 10-year span, I was a huge SNL fan, big Chris Farley fan, all-time favorite. And so I'll look at the Chris Farley show, and I'm like, that's not that. That's what not to do <laughs> as far as being a journalist. And I and over the past, you know, seven, eight years or so, I really picked up different different styles from different people and kind of made it my own, kind of kind of tweaked it and made it my own. And uh, I love just an organic feel. And, uh, you know, I've interviewed over 150 wrestlers. And so there's some there's certain people who it's just kind of there. And I'm just like, eh, I'm just not really feeling it. But because, you know, I, I'm, this this is from this is from my audience. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to do it. But there's certain people that's just like, I'm loving this. Like, <laughs> like. I have to be like, man, let's 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 do a part two or something like that. Like Greg Gagne, like I was on the phone with him for well, I was on a video with him for over an hour today, and that's his fourth time on the show. My dude Ken Anderson, uh, he's been on the show like 
five or six times. Sean Davari, he's been on the show like six or seven times. JTG, I think he's been on the show seven times, something like that. Uh, Lance Archer, my dude, Lance Archer. Uh, if I haven't gave, if I've been giving him a shout out on the show, big shout out to Lance Archer. That's my, that's my guy. Uh, he's been on the show like two or three times. Lance and I, we chat. Um, super man, you know. Lance Archer, man, like that's my guy. Like super, super cool dude. Loves the Lord. Just, I, uh, you know, I would say that as far as I'm not supposed to like him because he's a heel, <laughs> but um, he's just a super cool dude, man. You know, he's he is one of my favorites, if not one of my is not if not my favorite, one of my favorite uh, wrestlers that I've maintained a relationship with. Uh, outside of professional and uh super cool dude man so major major shout out to lance archer signing for aew uh and uh aligning with jake roberts out of anybody come on now that's huge and so yeah man I, i'm super happy for him it's, it's one of those dude. as a traditional fan i'm a baby face I'm, i like the baby faces there's some heels that i like but i'm a baby face guy i mean traditional you know, good guys win, you know, just that's what wrestling's all about. But uh, I'm pulling for Lance, man. I, I, I marked when he won the U.S. championship. Um, and, yeah, man, I, I'm super happy for that dude, man. He's He's been in the business for a long time. Uh, you know, of course, was in the WWE for, for a little bit. Former NWA tag team champion. So he's he's done his, he's paid his dues. He's done a lot in the business. And to have this big spot. Um, by busting his butt, man. I, I'm I'm super happy for that dude, man. So big shout out to Lance Archer. Um, uh, do I remember Terry Funk versus Jerry Lawler in the empty arena match in Memphis? Yep, that's how today's wrestlers should be with no audience. Yeah, um, very true. Uh. So people are saying who I want to, who they want me to interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alma Sting or Eric Eric Embry. That would be interesting. Yeah, I actually did a Q and A with uh, Sting a few years ago. Um, that would be my dream to actually have him on the Pancakes of Power Sam show. I was a part of a Q and A. Uh, I did some media for uh, WrestleMania Orlando thirty three, and. It was uh, Sting, Flair, Jr., and yeah, I think it was them. For some reason, I think it was somebody else. I think it was four people, but Sting, Flair, Jr., and uh, I asked Sting. Uh, it's funny because Matt Stryker was the MC of that event, and I was like, man, it's it funny. I, 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 people pop for this. I was like, uh, first of all, I want to give a big shout out. I want to, I want to give back a big shout out to the greatest wrestler who ever stepped foot in the ring, Matt Stryker. So, <laughs> and everybody pop for that, including Stryker. Uh, but I was like, yeah, it, it, it was. We all start cracking up laughing when, when I said that. Uh, but I asked him the question as far as just the traditional baby faces and heels, and I said, man, how is that? What are your thoughts on that? You know, the pro wrestling, the pro wrestling kind of wave has kind of 
trying to be kind of, you know, cheer whoever you want. But at the same time, um, but at the same time, um, you know, the, the, the art of the ba- baby faces and heels are so important still to put people over. And he, he agreed ho- wholeheartedly. He said, if it wasn't for people like Rick Rude and Ric Flair, he wouldn't be who he is because he, you know, because he competed against such strong heels, um, it made him a star. It made him, a, a just, it made him a good baby face. One of the most popular baby faces of all time because he had heels to work with. So he said, regardless of what's going on today, I'm still, you know, a big fan of old school baby face versus heel. So, and, uh, you know, it's one of those things of never meet your heroes or something like that. Cause they'll let you down, whatever, whatever. Um, but that was my dialogue that I had with sting and he loved the question I asked and he answered it exactly the way that I agree with. So it all worked out. So, um, so hopefully uh, I can bring him on the show. So people say who they wanted me to interview. So you can keep those coming. That'd be cool. So uh, Shane wants me to interview Kevin Von Eric. That would be pretty cool. The undertaker. Um, unless, unless you're WWE affiliated or pastor Ed Young, <laughs> you won't have any interviews with the undertaker, <laughs> uh, rocker Austin. Almost, I almost got an interview with the rock actually, uh, when I was uh, freelancing for Fox sports a few years back. Um, we almost got, I almost got an interview with the rock. Um, he was doing some filming or something like that, but he was interested, but he had some filming to do. And so, um, so he couldn't do it uh, at the dates that I wanted to schedule um, the interview for Fox Sports. So, almost got the Rock. Uh, maybe one day. Almost got Batista too, but uh, maybe one day. Uh, I have talked to the Godfather a few times. Uh, we actually had an interview scheduled uh, end of last year, but he was like catching a flight or something like that, and there was something going on that uh, we had to. Nix it. Um, he agreed that day, but uh, he couldn't, and so we just haven't rescheduled it yet. So, uh, Ron Simmons and JBL, or just Ron Simmons or Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be cool. With, uh, that'd be fine. That'd be that'd be fun. Um, with all any any of them. So, I loved. Uh, I I'd, I'd love Dugan. Uh, they that that's what they used to call Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, in in uh, when he was in Mid South and UWF. Jim Dugan, they, used to, they legit used to call him Dugan. I actually have the Mid South uh, DVD. It's my collection of DVDs here. Uh, the Mid South DVD is somewhere over here, but I have uh, this one is not even open yet. I haven't even opened this one yet. Um, I bought this like a year or two ago, and I even I haven't even opened it yet. The history of the hardcore championship unopened, so I have to watch that soon. Uh, I got some good ones on here. This one's uh, the U.S. Championship. Speaking of JBL, he hosts the EMC. This U.S. Championship: A Legacy of Greatness. This one was cool. Uh, what about Lita Atrish? Um, uh, I think I was um talking to Lita's agent. 
don't remember what happened with that. Uh, I've chatted with Dreamer, actually. Uh, we were supposed to do an interview a few years ago. I, I, never, I don't know what happened with that. But um, Last year, I was supposed to do something with RVD, um, but that did not happen. Um, interview former contestants on Tough Enough. I've interviewed Daniel Pewter twice. Um, yeah. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Molly Holly or Victoria. Uh, I agree. They both should be in the Hall of Fame, hands down. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, cool. All right. I'm about to bring up my, my guy. Um, uh, this one is really good. I really enjoyed this one. NWO, The Revolution. I have that one. That one's uh, pretty good. Um, let's see what else I got to show you real quick. I got a few in my repertoire here. Um, this one's good. Undertaker, uh, History of the Undertaker. Tombstone. That one's good. Uh, I got this streak one too. I don't know what that is. I gotta find out. I've got, I've got some in my office, and I've got some, um, in somewhere else in my chest. Uh, like one of the one of the one of the uh, dressers. Um. I love this one. This one is one of my favorites right here. Pick Your Poison, Jake Roberts. That was one of my favorites. All right, I'll show one more. Uh, Flair, Bischoff, Scott. The Scott Hall one was really good, actually. I love that one. Staying Into the Light. That one was good. And uh, History of Austin, the McMahon feud. I have that. This is probably one of my favorite ones. Rise and Fall of ECW. I loved this one right here. This is a really, really good one here. Very interesting stories when it comes to that. Well, that is a little bit of my collection. Um, I'll expand it uh, soon. I really don't look at look at DVDs that much. <laughs> I mean, I would listen. I would look at a DVD in, in like two or three years. I haven't even opened that hardcore one, which I should. I, I need to open it. And yeah, I can't. There, I got. There's, there's more I have too. I have a Mid South one. That's actually one of my favorite ones. I love the Mid South one. Uh, all right, ask Chris. Uh, whatever. What I heard to Maven. I don't know, man. I want to. I want to bring Maven to the show. I think I have his phone number. I'll call him. Uh, I got his number, so maybe I'll give him a call. Uh, I was a big fan of Maven. Let me clear. There we go. Much better. Um. All right, cool. Who do I want to interview that I never did yet, Kyle? Good question. Uh, Sting. I mean, I mean, I did do a Q&A interview with Sting, but he's never been on the show. So if that don't count, I'd say Jericho. Yeah, Jericho. Um, Boogeyman, that would be cool. I think I've chatted with the boogeyman before. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. Without further ado, 
Uh, we only got like 15 minutes, so <laughs> let's uh, let's bring in the co-host with the most, none other than my guy, Evan Tech Pro. What's going on, man? Did I just see Sid? <laughs> yeah. I'm a lady, a man. <laughs> Sid vicious. Sid yes. justice. Sid <laughs> Sid. The streak. The coronavirus has come through. Yes. Or in all the cities. Yes. Got good old Sid. Good old Ed. And the house. That says a good guy. I got to talk. Um one-on-one with Sid last year. I think it was WrestleMania weekend. Uh, the what is it, WrestleCon? I get myself WrestleCon, WrestleCade. Um, we talked for like 20 minutes. Couldn't nice. uh, be on film, but nice. Sid's a good guy. Good to see Sid. Sid, absolutely. In the house, master the power bomb. British yep. Bulldog, uh, Bash at the Beach 94 was in greater than SummerSlam 92. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> He got his butt. That was his old WCW career. Bulldog has got his tail whipped by Vader. Yes, yes, indeed. He, he was like he was like a a side dude thing. Yeah, <laughs> he, went, uh, he was like the he was like the Luger. Like Luger has been uh, pinged as like like a poor man sting, you know, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but uh, and he, he, yeah, it's kind of, it kind of, I mean, I think Luker should be in the Hall of Fame personally. But yeah. 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 A Luger lot of people should. book him as like a poor man sting. He's, but, the, he's the, you know, stings like Batman and Luger's like Robin. Or Robin. Yeah. Green Lantern. You yeah, know, that's a, that's a good way to put Bulldog, it. Bulldog yeah. was like Martian Manhunter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, in WCW, that is, uh, we don't, we don't, we don't uh, remember Bulldog with them cuffs, with them jeans and them cuffs. Oh man, that that ugly power slam from the game. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Can, can so, uh, no, no mercy. No mercy. Just kind of giving the real right the throat. What is that? Crooked <laughs> power oh, slam. Man. I think I, I think I end up giving him like the uh, Oklahoma Stampede or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did I the same him, thing. I gave him Doctor Death's move. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like a side, like follow what, like like a yeah, it's like a following yeah. plan, it's like a cricket, like <laughs> yeah. you can't get your all the way in a yeah, small it's down. Like oh, like 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 how Luger slammed Yoko, the uh, yeah, <laughs> the intrepid. <laughs> yeah, like, um, not a full scoop, but just like a side type of deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, one day I'll show my wrestling. You know, my wrestling DVDs and tape collection is huge. Mm. Um. But if you don't know, uh, Chris, that Team Stone DVD has some Easter eggs. I don't know if you know that. Oh, did it? So, yeah, it does. If you go to um, this three, I think, on the, the uh, features, mm-hmm. it like left twice or right twice, you'll see the match between um, Taker and Angle oh, from uh, SmackDown. You know, the good match that they kept replaying for like eight weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you can look it up on DVD Easter eggs. I was, I'm a master at that. When oh, I get wrestling good. DVDs, the world class has tons of DVDs. Let's go through the chat. I mean, keep hitting left, left, right, right. Nice. If it doesn't work, go to the next uh, menu. Anybody watching that has wrestling oh, nice. DVDs, That's go to good. the chat. Go to any chapter menu. Go to the t- uh, the chapters, chapter list. Click left, left twice. If nothing comes up, right, right twice. If it doesn't, then just keep going down. It's like a uh, code in the IT like that stuff. So. Nice. So you're good. just lazy, you just go to DVD at Easter Eggs.com, not promoting mm-hmm. them, but uh yeah, <laughs> stop picking them out. But yeah. yeah, the Mid-South one has some good Easter eggs. Uh 
my favorite DVD of all time, which I'm mad because the, the third disc is scratched, uh, is the Ric Flair, the gold one. The one with the remember the white pack? The the definite the ultimate collection. Where he got the uh the big gold belt and got the white front, not the definite collection later. That, that, one. that one, yeah, that has tons of Easter eggs. Oh, does it? Ton, yes, tons. Nice. So they give you something to do while we're all quarantined. Yeah, yeah exactly. My, my, I have the like yours. Mine's a scratch, so I just, I just got the video files on my computer. Nice. But yes, we, we survived. Who would have thought we watched wrestling with fans, with Homo sapiens, humans, and we look at it back as like wow. There were humans in the building, and now the norm is empty arenas with dust and yep. two people and like a fly or a cockroach or a mouse. Yes. Or... <laughs> that's that's participants. Yeah, you know a yeah. dust mite, a right. or a flea. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, exactly. SmackDown was weird. Uh, man, Raw was real quick. Man, Edge promo was cool. His intro was thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Undertaker looked like he just got from this mowing, mowing, mowing grass, like he did housework. He didn't even care. Yeah, they, that they was didn't just care. Crazy, they like he man. just got up. Yeah. Anyway, singlet. He just like he's like, tired. Saying, like people tired. were saying, "Well, you ever heard of like you ever heard of ABA Taker was coming back?" Man, people would just be creative stuff in their head. Like that is there's not. that is not unsubstantiated. If they would have done ABA Taker, and he would have had like rolling, and he would have he would have. Put his down. He came up with the gong, like he did the Undertaker stuff when he went behind uh, Anderson and Gallows. Uh, it, it don't make no sense, but uh, but yeah, I think I said Edge SmackDown, but yeah, Edge's promo on Raw was pretty was super. The best, the best part of Raw, Oscar doing commentary. <laughs> oh god, uh, that was said, so annoying when she was doing it. I was it, like, it, oh hush. But it, it was great because we didn't <laughs> know what she was <laughs> And it was great. It reminded me of uh, Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. It was uh, okay. great. It's something different. We didn't know what she was saying. I was just, I was just ready for her to shut up. That's, that's the- <laughs> but I'll say this: the match. You're right, and that's one good thing about these Raws and SmackDowns, and maybe AEW. I think these things to the format. You get the experiment. You know, Triple H doing the, the funny stuff, John on the soul patch, Michael Cole the camera. <laughs> that stuff we would never have been able to see that was if it funny. wasn't for this. So yeah. two ways making fun of this. What a maneuver. That, that was hilarious. And now mm-hmm. we got Oscar, which is funny. And then Barbara Saxton with the Red Sox. Yeah. Uh and, and uh Austin always messing up names, Ralph Loren. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I mean Raw was what it was. And uh the Street Prophet, shout out to what's the name, Montez. Montez Ford, yeah. The way he sold that stunner, go back and watch. It's hilarious. He helped. He kept the cup in his hands mm-hmm. the whole time. It, it, and real quick, why didn't Becky get stunned? It's off camera. Are you yeah. serious? When, since when are you safe standing? Is standing in the ring with Austin and you don't get stunned? Even when the cameras go off, we seen them stunner Hogan and Goldberg. Yeah. He stunned everyone. Linda. Yep. Alita, May Young, everyone, China, Becky doesn't get a stunner. Come right. on, even Vince. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's all I gotta say about Raw. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's zoom through these questions real quick before we go, and let's uh, let's talk about uh, WrestleMania. Have we not got a chance to interview one of the McMahon's? Uh, no, 
No, I haven't, but that would be great. Triple H counts. I got to talk to him for 20 minutes. And I he was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard about the WWE Hall of Fame possible being in SummerSlam this year? I have not actually. We'll get into the Hall of I, Fame. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into the uh, <clears throat> uh, headlines as far as where WrestleMania may be. So we may, because um, right now it's canceled until further notice. That's uh, that's what it is. All right, real quick, uh, Evan, who was your favorite NFL team? The Baltimore Ravens. Oh, it was the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, that's uh, Always. we all know that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady is a fucking near. He's with I, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, that I, I, I that came out of left field for me. Like I, I wouldn't have even. I wouldn't have guessed that at all. All right, a couple of trivia, and then we're going to talk some WrestleMania and close, uh, and then talk to Flavor of the Week. So we don't have much time, and we have a lot. We still got a, a little bit to go. All right, trivia. What was the main event of WrestleMania 4, guys? What was the main event of WrestleMania 4? Um, all right. Main event of WrestleMania 4. We'll get to that real quick. <clears throat> what y'all got? Come on. Come on, PNP Nation. Come on. Come on. Brady Come on. Your boy Tannehill got paid. Yeah, he got paid. Franchise Henry. So. Rightfully Ray so. Odin to the Raiders. Yep. Jason Witten to the Raiders. I don't know. I don't know if Marcus will um, still, still hang. I'm, I'm not quite sure about that. Um, they, they can't. Uh, I saw your question, Kyle, about uh, putting people in the performance, basically putting people in the performance center. Can't do that because you're really not supposed to have no more than 10 people. Yeah, 10 people. Together. So yeah. I, I, they have mainly at the performance center. They got to have Undertaker walk from like third block down the street for it to be a real entrance. Yeah. Let's take us. Favorite Chicago wrestlers. Um, Oh, the Road Warriors. They're, they're, they're not from Chicago, but they, they're built from Chicago. Road Warriors, for sure, 100%. Uh, people were saying, people were saying uh, Savage and DiBiase. No, that was that was WrestleMania 4. That was the tournament. Uh, that was a weird mania. Speaking Macho of mania. Versus, before, Macho versus Taker. No, that never that never happened at WrestleMania. When I, um, there you go. Hogan. Thank you, Marissa. There you go, Marissa. Good job. I was uh four caught in when I was uh preoccupied Austin care some business. I actually watched uh the uh, Austin Rock match from 17 to go. Mm-hmm. But still that match and that mania just just gives chills just amazing. Oh yeah. Still, in there. still awesome. All right, so uh we talked about Raw and SmackDown. That was pretty much it right there. All right, so without further ado, uh we got a few minutes left, so let's do this. Without further ado, headlines. Here we go. All right. WrestleMania 36, no longer in Tampa, relocated in empty arena at Performance Center. Okay. Uh, 
I think at the end of the day, this was inevitable. I think uh, with uh, yeah. the commissioner saying that they're going to pull the plug, I, I think Vince McMahon wanted to stalemate uh, Tampa as much as he possibly could, and since <laughs> you know, and, and since Stan, and, and since Tampa, you know, it's like, look, uh, we're going to have to pull the plug if you don't, because obviously Vince wasn't going to pull the plug. I mean, we we saw that clearly. Yeah. Uh, so it seemed as if. Um, since Tampa was like, well, we're going to pull the plug. They had to make like a knee jerk decision. The only thing is just, it's such a terrible idea to have it in a empty uh, arena. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan at all. So we're actually going to merge the two headlines. So with, with that, so they even announced that, okay, empty arena, uh, performance center, WrestleMania 36. So even, even if, there have been right now is a 10 person uh, limit, but you still have another, you know, a little over two and a half weeks. Um, China actually, uh, CNN just reported that China is actually uh, going back to normal life. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. They had a, um, a couple weeks. of weeks shutdown. And then now they, they've returned to normal life. They actually said since they, the shutdown, when it's lifted now, like they can travel and all the bans and restrictions are lifted, they've only seen 20 new cases uh, after that. So in China and Italy are two of the hardest hit, um, hardest hit uh, uh, countries. So um, that's great news. Uh, that's 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 really really good news, especially for all the cases that China's had. Um, so obviously, it's uh, obviously with that type of statistics, that's some really positive strides. So I don't know. It's one of those things that should we do it? Should we do a two week shutdown? If if we do, it's one of those things that. Um, it's one of those things that it, it, it better be, you know, you better be paying our bills or suspending uh, or suspending the bills or both. Or they <laughs> to do now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so if that does happen and they are, and, the, and they do lift the restrictions, um, that would be the beginning of April. So it, it's, it's really interesting, man. Like, I got a I got a uh inter, I got a uh email from ROH today saying that they're canceling all the live events until May yeah. the thirty first. Yeah. I mean, so it's like whoa, like people Even, are really going all out. So yeah. Davin, uh my buddy Davin from Hannibal, mm-hmm. he had to cancel all his shows. Uh wow. everywhere MCW here in Maryland. All that shows are canceled. Uh, Damn wow. Davin, shout out to him, big supporter of our show and, and supports us. Everywhere, man. I mean, they canceled golf. Yeah, yeah, golf. Really, golf. Yeah. <clears throat> so, the, the, you know, the, the Preakness is here in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Kentucky Derby got pushed back. Yep. Even though, even the horses. Yeah. You don't need an audience to watch horses run, <laughs> but they. It is. It's sad. It's sad that <clears throat> everything is shut down and in mania at a performance center. I mean, if I was there and and. This is the thing. Someone said this earlier. I, I get WWE. We have pro wrestling, WWE, AEW. That's the only thing we got right now to entertain us. Yeah. It's like sports. All live sports. Sport and and yeah. live sport. And the NFL was fall. Everything else is postponed. Mm-hmm. And all bowling. 
wrestling yeah. and bowling is yeah. it. Yeah. So I respect WWE for trying to entertain this, but the performance center, he can't have no fireworks. Ed Steen barely was working uh, when he came yeah. up for Raw. It's exactly. Like, yeah. Postpone it. This stretch the storylines to. Oh, oh stretch the storylines to be very difficult for them to do. But uh, yeah, I, and I and I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. A big shout out to WWE that you know for yeah. even attempting to to still right. provide live entertainment. You know, I mean that's huge. And so definitely big, big kudos to that. With that being said, there's new uh, uh, rumors that WWE could be uh, transferring to Madison Square Garden in June. Now, this was uh, this was reported to today by Wrestling News, I believe. So here's my take. I here's my take, real quick on it. Um, I as a fan, I'm like postpone it, postpone it. I'm cool with it. As a businessman myself and an entrepreneur. The hits, you know, the hits that Vince would take by not having on his day as far as marketing, as far as quarter earnings. You know, I said this on my video, quarter earnings, marketing, all that stuff would be a huge hit. So I get it. I'm not that type of guy that's like, well, what is Vince McMahon doing? Listen, I'm not gonna pay his bills, you're not gonna pay his bills, everybody who's complaining is not gonna pay his bills. The wrestlers aren't even gonna pay his bills. He's going to have to take that hit. Nobody else who's yeah. complaining about Vince McMahon is going to pay his bills and the salaries of That's... all of the WWE personnel yeah. but him. So he can't yeah, we get afford it. to take that hit. So he get it from a business yeah, standpoint. Totally. Uh, yeah. You know, so it, it, business, so you got to. absolutely. So if Vince, so if Vince is willing to shoulder the loss. And having an MSG, I'm for it because one, uh, because one will be there. You know, I mean, so uh, we'll we'll have that. You know, it's 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 a huge for, as, for media. It's it's the haven. It's it's like the big yearly New conference York, for media. Yeah. You know, what I mean, you so, love New York. You love New York. I, yeah, oh, we do not York. love New York. No, we do not. <laughs> you, know, you hate New York. I, I've been there for so many times. I don't hate it, but. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it. I, I'm sorry. Thumbs down emoji. I'm sorry, my New Yorkers. <laughs> and I got family all over New York, and I've been to all the boroughs. I've been all the upstate, through the subways, into original Twin Towers, all the landmarks. No New York is, for business, it is not the best. No. Because you oh don't believe me, you and I, Chris, know current WWE, RH, AEW, current past Hall of Famers, legends, even, and I cover even other athletes besides wrestling. Nobody enjoys traveling in New York when it comes to business. Nope. The, the experience is fun. Yeah, yeah it's the mecca. Yeah. You, yeah. you, it took us an hour and a half to go eight miles. <laughs> yeah. And that for you, that was new. Yeah, for me, I was used to, but it's still, you know, we got that crunch in that schedule. It's not fun, man. But you, man, MSG is the money. He was so there true. for G1 last year. We yeah. saw how big that was. Yeah, it was huge. It, now, that feel, you know, to be yeah. actually, mm-hmm. you know, to, to do media live in Madison Square Garden, like, are you kidding me? Like, that was a surreal moment to me. 
being inside the Madison Square Garden last then, year for a wrestling event. That was in huge. the media. Right, exactly, man. It was it was super, super cool. And then we, we you know, we talking to PR afterwards, you know, a, a, after the end of the show. So like that was that was major to me. Muda, that was, like surreal. So Muda coming in with a Muda, hand like recognizable Jeff to me. Yeah, Jeff Cobb <laughs> yeah. coming in, shaking hands like regular people. Right. <laughs> so 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 that was that was amazing. Yeah. I mean, that was a surreal moment, hands down. Yeah, it was great. Bucket uh, list. Yeah, that was super super dope. Um, but in just the fourth, in, in the four times we had to park, remember we kept parking. Oh my gosh! You know, it, it was funny. You know, so it was so funny because I was like, wait, Evan. I was like, I don't know. There's nobody parked in this right. whole street. It's like a game. It's like four times. here. Like, gotta move. Gotta move. I, I was looking at. Gotta I was move. looking at the signs. Like, wait a minute. Checking so the sign. Yeah, you were looking at the signs. Like, okay, can't we park. can't park here at this time. Okay, this one is commercial vehicles only. So, okay, so let's go down a few blocks. So it was just, it was a headache. And uh, Evan and I, we stayed in the Airbnb, and we actually had to go. Out of the out of the Airbnb, just to put the car, my rental, on the other side because oh, they yeah, yeah. Sweep, That's right. <laughs> because they were street sweeping on this day and this day here and this day and this day here. So I was there from Thursday to Monday. So I had to street. I had to get up every day, and or I didn't think I don't think I got up on Sunday. I think that was the other. So I got up on. Friday and Monday. Yeah, yeah. The weekends, I don't think they sweep. Yeah, they don't do that. Yeah. So, got up on Friday at like eight in the morning after doing media to like two, three o'clock in the morning, and got up tired as crap just to just to go around laps because it was no parking, and so I had to go around laps and laps Mm -hmm. and laps. Just to find a spot and squeeze on the other side, literally across the street. So I went laps just to go across the street and squeeze yeah. in, a little, in a little spot. I did it on Friday and Monday. They do it. it I gotta do it at my house, man. It was. I gotta do it here. I had to do it over the summertime for my house. Yeah. Uh, one day got a park across the street. The other day park in front of my house. One day. I just wrote a note said I couldn't move my car because it was going to start. <laughs> I don't keep doing that, but yeah, it's New York, man. I mean, they, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how they do, but you're still promoting it for uh, four or five. And like you said, business wise, it's a big hit. Um, man, eh. yeah. we're gonna look back at this man next next year. This won't be monumental. It's such a weird. It sure world. will. It sure will. Mania with no I, people, no I audience. Agree. I no agree. fireworks, no media. <laughs> no. Uh, Luke agrees. Let the two week shutdown happen. There's talk of issuing thousands, uh, thousand dollar checks to Americans. Yes, I did. I did hear about that too. Yeah, I, I think so too, man. Uh, I, I'm cool with it. You know, I, I'd rather, I'd rather uh, rest for sure. But uh, if it takes this two week shutdown to open things back up, you know, and, and give us a thousand bucks, you know, I, I'm cool with it. So. All right, let's uh, let's jump into the fight week. Really, only we only got a, a couple minutes left, so uh, let's do this. It is now time for the flavor of the week. 
All right. Uh, so the flavor of the week this week uh, was WrestleMania 20 really that bad? Um, that is the flavor of the week. Was it 20? For this week, uh, WrestleMania 2000. I'm gonna say WrestleMania. I'm about to say 20. Wait a minute. I loved. I love really love WrestleMania 20. So, uh, 20, 20 was real good. 20 I, was you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Just only got a few minutes left. I liked WrestleMania 20. I mean 2000. Uh, WrestleMania 16 is what it was. I like 16. A lot of people scoff at 16. A lot of people burn 16. It was. And it was not a single single. It, it was not a regular. Singles match the whole it was tag whole team, triple threat, uh, and gimmick know, matches. It wasn't a bad mania. It was. It was. I agree. I give it. it, I, give it I give it like a B. Yeah, I um, give it like a B. Yeah, B minus. Yeah, yeah was, I, I didn't think good. it was that bad. I really, I really, bad. I really 15, don't. Fifteen sucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, fifteen, 15 was sucked. Austin Rock won it. One Austin Rock won. Yeah, Austin Rock. Fifteen won. sucked. Sixteen was a B, and seventeen was the goat. Yeah. So yeah, sixteen was. I rewatched it um not long ago, preparing for the show. Um, even between uh, my show and all, it was a, it was it was a decent pay per view. I mean, you no know, Kane and uh, what was that tag team that was weird? Kane and um, was it uh, Kane and uh, uh, who was it? Rikishi or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let me yes, let me go through the card real quick, and we got a row. Uh, I remember Ice T coming out and rapping. Pippin ain't pippin ain't easy, man. Pippin ain't pippin ain't easy, man. I remember that. I remember watching it live actually. Uh, Hardcore, uh, Hardcore Battle Royal, uh, beating Crash Holly last. Yeah, that was cool. I enjoyed that too. TNA defeating Head Cheese. Yeah, that was like a fifteen minute Hardcore Battle Royal. TNA defeating Head Cheese. That was okay. Uh, the first uh, they called it a triangle ladder match at that time. Um, Hardy's Dudley's and match, Christian yeah. Terry beating Cat. Uh, Cat fight with Balance, a special referee. Uh, China and Too Cool defeating the Radicals. And the six that was funny. Match. Yeah, that was funny. And I really liked the uh, two out of three falls. Uh, well, the two falls, the two falls. One was the Eurocontinental. Uh, yeah, that's when Kurt was Eurocontinental. Yeah, that was good. And uh, that's when Jericho won first. He won the Intercontinental, and then uh, well, Benoit won the Intercontinental, and then Jericho won the European. I really enjoyed that match. That was a really good match. Kane and Rikisha beating DX, uh, the New Age Outlaws. What was uh, Road Dog and X Pac <clears throat> uh, with Tori? That was that was pretty much a squash. That was four minutes fourteen seconds, and then the and then the four way. So, I mean, I which thought it was, was cool. Which was weird. I liked it. Yeah, yeah the four way was was it one of the man in every corner. Of, yeah, McMahon every corner. One of the few times that the hill actually won. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you know, Foley of course teasing for the fiftieth time he was going to retire. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I, you said Mania WrestleMania two thousand, like uh, Danny said on the sixty four. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I, to, I, I had that. I had that. Uh, I used to love it. <laughs> I got the game downstairs. We, you know, we still got to do our uh, our sixty four tournaments. We meet up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I got all four of the games. As a matter of fact, I got hit up AG Styles. He said he was trying to get me a copy. We, we uh, me and uh, my colleague, we trade games. Um, mm-hmm. just to let you know, I'm not gonna say which one, but the AG Styles episode, he showed his game dungeon room. Mm-hmm. Two of, two of the things you see in that room came from my colleague. Nice. Now that we traded games, but uh, yeah, virtual pro wrestling too, we gotta get. But wasn't a bad mania. B minus B. Yeah, I agree. 
I, I, I thought it was a solid show. Speaking yeah. of solid show, uh, I had a really, really good time. Uh, we went, we went overtime today. Uh, we did an overrun. Uh, but yeah, good time. Big shout out to Sid. Sorry for the uh, for the uh, audio uh, issues again. I, I found out what it was. Uh, it worked because when I was hearing it, it sounded perfect on my end as far as me hearing him. But it picked up the speaker instead. So uh, I'll go ahead and put uh, Greg Gagne's um, <clears throat> interview by itself because it was so good, so good. Wear your headphones when you when you hear it. Uh, but it was so good. He he talked about just some really backstage stuff with uh, W with WCW. I mean with WWE. Um, some some early deep south stuff of some uh, some big stars now and OVW stuff. It was it was so good, man. I really really enjoyed it. So good stuff. Uh, and he wants to come back on the show. And we did the WrestleMania prediction, so uh, that was great. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, until next week, it's been such a pleasure. We still got people on the show. Uh, still got people live right now with me. In quarter quarter after one a.m. So uh, uh, Eastern time. Uh, so big shout out to you, PNP Nation. Be sure to like, share, subscribe to Crave Wrestling Facebook page. Be sure to like this, share this. Uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. So until next week, look, man, prayers to everybody uh, who's just have to go through all this coronavirus stuff, being quarantined, losing out on money and all that stuff. Just praying for strength and peace and blessings for you all. So God bless you all. Until next week, we're going to have fun regardless. PNP Nation, you know how we do. We have fun. Regardless of what the situation is, we're going to have fun on the show just like we do. So until next week, enjoy your week of wrestling. You look like Mr. Hughes right there, by the way. I do do that. Uh, one more, yeah. So until next week, guys, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless and always remember, I'll do it for you. We got to go. Gotta <laughs> God go. bless y'all. Have a good night. No, 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 not like this. Go. We gotta go. We're out of time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.